You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a day! What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. <laughs> you might be getting a little too close for comfort, Josh. Why don't you back that way a little bit? <laughs> no can do, Adam. Oh, shit. <laughs> Today, we are talking about a film from 2007 that I remember when it came out. I remember seeing previews for it, but I never actually watched it. This movie has a Rotten Tomato critic score of 90% and an audience score of 83%. So Pretty well liked. Pretty well liked. I guess a lot better scores than our last movie was. Today we are talking about Knocked Up. You ever gotten knocked up, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> I came close once, Adam. <laughs> oh, my dad actually used to work for a German company. And he's told me a couple stories about times where German people who learned English from like the UK used slang that in the UK means something totally different than over here. And he was talking like this German guy was talking to these ladies. They were in Germany. Like, and he was trying to say, I will come around to your rooms and wake you up at a certain time. But he says, I'll come around and knock you up. And one of the American ladies was like, Oh no, you won't. Yeah. See, cause th that's not a saying in other countries really. No, I, I, you're right. I in can't think of, I have, I have, that in here, we have some few alternate titles for this movie because Knocked Up is not really a saying in other movies. Yeah, yeah. So, when you're ready, we'll get into those. Well, I this also movie... also some casting, too. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. This movie is written and directed by Judd Apatow, starring Seth Rogen, Katherine Heigl, Paul Rudd, and Leslie Mann, who I did not know until you said it, but is actually uh, Judd Apatow's wife. Right. I did not know that. Yes. Maybe because they have different last names. But anyways, shoot with your who could have been who and all that jazz. Yeah, who could have been who. So, first off, people who auditioned for the role of Allison. Mm -hmm. Mila Kunis. Really? Yes. Which is interesting because she will be in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh. He must have liked what she did. Uh-huh. Jennifer Love Hewitt auditioned what? for the role. And Kate Bosworth auditioned for the role. <laughs> okay, now Kate Bosworth. That's from... I know, I know John like, and Kate plus eight was that her? No, no, okay, no, no, different no, no, Kate. No. Sorry, different sorry. Kate. She was an actress. I, honestly, it's like I know the name and I don't know what she's been in either. Yeah. Let's see. Um, for the role of Allison's mom, Kim Basinger, huh? Deborah Winger, and Frances Fisher, which I don't, I didn't look her up, and I should have. Frances Fisher. That name sounds. Familiar. They were all offered the role and turned it down. Oh, yes. Uh, for the role of Debbie, so Leslie Mann's character, uh -huh. Jodie Foster was considered. What? Yep. And here's here's probably the most interesting one. Originally, Allison was going to be Anne Hathaway. Like, she was cast. And I don't know if you saw it, but there was a thing where Judd Apatow, he ended up not being able to do it. He wanted to show the birth of the baby. Like, like we, I know we get that one shot, but uh -huh. he wanted to show it in more graphic detail. Oh. And Anne Hathaway's like, I'm not doing that. I don't agree with this. So she left before he realized that they couldn't do it because the baby would need a work permit. <laughs> you serious? The baby would to need a work permit? It'd be like the youngest movie star ever. Exactly. This so. kid literally was born on camera. And then, so, yeah, that was funny. And then here's some just a list of people. I don't know what roles they were up for or uh -huh. anything, but they were... They either dropped out on their own or they got got the got, boot. Got the boot, huh? Yeah. Juliette Lewis, Rachel Lee Cook, huh. Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, I don't know this name, Josie Davis. Do you know uh, who that is? Not ringing a bell. Okay. Claire Danes. No way. Renee Zellweger, Tiffany Amber Thiessen from Say by the Bell fame. Holy shit. And Uma Thurman. What? And then they even had this on there. There were some women deemed too old for this movie, so I don't know if it's like Rolla Debbie or what. Uh -huh. Brooke Shields, Jennifer Connelly. I don't know how she would have been too old. Oh, yeah, for this how would she have been too old? Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer uh -huh. and Sarah Jessica Parker. 
Okay, I could see Sarah Jessica Parker and Michelle Pfeiffer being too old. But right. That, no, wow. And then the other one is Christina Aguilera. Was, I don't know what role she was offered, but she turned down because she was wanting to focus more on her music career. Well, that might have just been a regular cameo appearance. That probably cause, was. Because wasn't that actually... That was Jessica Simpson towards the end of the movie, yes, wasn't it? Yeah, okay, like yeah. in the end when they're at the red carpet, that's all those people. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Now, I got to wonder, like, <clears throat> how much... How rich do you have to be... To be offered a part in a movie. You don't even have to audition for it. Someone is just giving you a part yeah, in like, this movie. Hey, I wrote this part specifically, specifically for you. Specifically for you, and you turn it down like, no, I don't need that. I don't it's like yeah. really? You'd have to be like Hollywood hierarchy, Hollywood absolute top A list to right. turn down something yeah, like especially that. Especially if it's one of those cameo roles. You're not yeah. even gonna take any time. Yeah. So that's all my who could have been who. Uh-huh. Now we're going to get into some alternate titles. Yes. Since knocked up is not a saying everywhere. Please do tell. And I, I, now put these in a certain order and you'll see why as I start to read them all. Okay. In Russia, it was called a little bit pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Only a little bit? A little bit pregnant. Will, will that clear up by the end of the month or something? <laughs> Brazil, slightly pregnant. Slightly pregnant. Italy, very pregnant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why I put them in this order. <laughs> and while those are good, Portugal has my favorite of all. Bloody bad luck. Oh my god! <laughs> I laughed so hard when I saw it. Like I'm like, I'm like, it's Portugal. So I'm not it's not like the UK where bloody like, oh that bloody mother you know, yeah, uh-huh. that's our slang for that. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's that kind of bloody. I would have to imagine that's what it means, but or why is it actual blood? This, yeah, maybe. I, why is in this movie it talks about the uh the the bloody something. The, oh my! I, I can't remember. I'm, I know what it is. There was some. There were some parts in this movie. I was kind of like, okay, I did not need to know that. Well, see, I knew about it because I've been through this at this point. Right. I didn't know the first time I saw it. Right. But it's really just called the mucus plug. Oh. But the slang is bloody something. Okay. Because he reads the baby books. Oh right, right, right. But okay. So this movie was made on a budget of thirty million dollars. And worldwide, I guess to date, it has made almost $220 million. I'd call that a success. I would call that a <laughs> rousing success. Almost made its budget back a hundred times? No. Ten times? Yeah, no. Yeah, that'd be a hundred times. If it made $300 million, it yeah. would be a hundred times. So it basically made about seven times. That's awesome. Yeah. That is pretty awesome. So just a little background. When I first saw this movie, mm-hmm. it was in theaters. Uh-huh. It was 2007. I was with my wife, but we were probably six, seven months into dating. Oh. So I went into this movie. And now, obviously, we weren't in the knocked up situation, but I was definitely more in the Ben and Allison shoes. Uh-huh. And now revisiting this, I'm definitely in the Debbie, the and, Debbie Pete and Pete shoes. shoes. <laughs> so, <laughs> this was an interesting movie to watch for that reason. See, that's the same reason my dad likes the movie Fiddler on the Roof. Because it's like has different points and different meanings you take through whichever season of life you might be in as you're watching it. Well, if we look at everything like that, I definitely wouldn't want to watch Midsommar as like a 70-year-old. Oh, I'm, good lord, <laughs> no. Like, oh, no, 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 no. It's coming no. to an end. <laughs> <laughs> so this opening is pretty crazy because we've got like old school hip-hop music playing with footage of these very real very interesting people who are doing all this shit like american gladiator style stuff like uh, jousting jousting and boxing with flaming gloves and and they have this pool which they don't keep up yeah it's like half empty and full of green water probably probably smells like sao paulo (laughs) (laughs) if we go by our nothing that is a reference to our yeah our nothing but trouble review (laughs) Um, and then they're like going on, going on roller coasters and just, just having a great, fun, single guy time because there's not a single wom- woman in this first shot. Yeah, which is, it's kind of funny that you're on the roller coaster because Jay is terrified of roller coasters in real life. Really? Like, the scene later on, I think, is Jason comes out when the house, uh, the earthquake happens, he comes out naked. Uh-huh. Jay offered to do that role to not go on the roller coaster and Judd Apatow's like, nope. <laughs> Oh You're my, doing the roller he's coaster. still doing it. Wow, he would rather be naked on camera than go on a roller coaster. Yep. My God. Yep. See, I love roller coasters, so I don't, I don't see why that's a problem. Anyways, so, but then we cut to Paul Rudd, his character, Pete, getting a very rude awakening. Like his well, do- first you get Allison waking up for her little arm. Before oh, right, right, Pete. right, yeah. yeah. Got her waking up 
She is. She lived with her with Debbie. Yeah, she, she does. Like, they have she like lives a pool in like house a pool house. house. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's got to be kind of disheartening to be your age and living in your sister's pool house. And she has no desire to get out. Yeah, which because I mean, she's done about... a good job. It's not like she's working at Speedy Burger or something. Well, no, she's... No, and we'll, we'll talk about this in a minute. But yeah, she makes it very clear she's not <laughs> looking to get in her own place. Yeah. But yes, the kids jumping on the dad. Yeah. Been um, there. <laughs> I guess that's what I have to look forward to. Um, but, uh, Paul Rudd has to go to the gym and can't take the kids to school. And his, and his wife is like, why are you going to the gym? He's like, I told you I was going to the gym. Like, no, you didn't. You didn't say anything about that. That is a very common theme in this movie is Paul, or or, I'm sorry, Pete Pete. and Debbie constantly going, well, I have to do this. You didn't say anything about that. Yes, I did. You didn't hear me. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) but, um, but, uh, the sister, Allison is like, look, I'll take the kids to school. And this, this scene, like, taking the kids to school is like, is this what she does to keep herself from wanting to have kids? Because having the kids in the back of the car would be kind of nerve-wracking kind of nerve for me. Cause, and, what, like, the older of the sisters yes. is like, you know what I did the other day? Googled murder. I Googled murder. Like, why Why would you do that? What did you see? It's like, oh, just a bunch of people laying around and blood on the floor. Yeah, and, and the interesting thing is that these kids are Leslie Mann and the director, Judd Apatow, is real kids. Both of them? Both okay, because I know one, I think, I, I, did, I know one of them I saw on IMDb, one of them had the last name Apatow. Yeah, Did both of them have? Okay. Yes. Well, that's funny. I mean, it, it must be nice to have a dad who directs movies because then you can be in movies. Um, now, I do say these kids are cool because when she asks them what they want to listen to, they say they want to listen to Rent, the soundtrack for the Broadway musical Rent, or Green Day. So, they have decent taste in music. I like that. I don't know the songs from Rent, so I can't speak on that. Well, that was the first thing I actually knew Ildina Menzel from, so every time I watch Frozen, I'm like, ah, she played a lesbian. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that argument's probably been made about Elsa. So. I'm, I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. But you, but she was actually actually played the character in the Rent movie, and you see her ass in that movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you've seen Elsa's ass. Good job. I've seen Elsa's ass. I, I feel so ashamed. <laughs> Which right. kind of brings us to our next our next little bit. We cut back to the same group of stoners from before, and uh, one of the guys, Martin who I know, his, his name is actually Martin in real life. I know him from um, Freaks and Geeks and the, I, not the IT crowd, um, Silicon Valley. Okay. Where he plays the most monotone computer guy you've ever seen who also happens to be a Satanist. Well, he does have that voice in this, though. Yeah, well, well, his, well his voice in this movie is, in this movie, it's even worse <clears throat> in Silicon Valley. I'll okay. show it to you. Um, but he is betting that he can go a year without cutting his hair or beard. And holy hell, if I'm going to make this bet, I'm starting I'm off with a shaved, clean shave. Yes. I'm he has shaving. longer mm-hmm. hair, and he's got a full beard already. Mm-hmm. I'm not starting the bet off like that. Yeah. So Seth Rogen, just tying into our most recent conversation about Ildina Menzel, Seth Rogen is thinking up a website that shows when famous celebrities have had nude scenes in movies. They tell you what movies and where in the movies to find them. This is, you know, really important information. Now, I forget who they were talking about, but they were talking about some actress and her bush, her pubic area, and one guy says, her bush looked like the hedge maze from The Shining. Yes, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, okay. Yes, because they call her Red Bush. Red Bush. Instead of Red Rum. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, and as soon, I remember when I was watching this, as soon as I saw I was like, I, I knew Mr. Skin was a thing. And I it, didn't. It comes up later, so I I already... did not know Mr. Skin was a thing. Even today, I didn't. <clears throat> I, I'm assuming Mr. Skin is still around. Hang on a I second. don't have a clue about that. <laughs> <laughs> to the internet! No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, um, now we cut to Allison, Catherine Heigl's character, and she is getting Ryan Seacrest ready for an interview with Jessica Simpson. That was Ryan Seacrest, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. Okay. He's Thank- actually pretty funny in this scene. Yeah, he is. Because he's going crazy about having to interview more of the young, dumb talent from Hollywood. He's like, I have four fucking jobs, and they can't even come to a little interview? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, he's got, a, at this time, American Idol's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I know he does a radio show. It's so crazy to think back to 2007 and go, that was 13 years ago. Holy shit. That is crazy. That is so crazy. I was 21. I was just now old enough to drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel old. But, um, so she gets a call to her boss's office. I love that she calms Ryan Seacrest down. You want a cookie? I'll get you a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. He's like, you know what? 
that sounds good. I think so. Yeah, I'd like a cookie. Now her boss is. You had to like this. I love this. Okay. I was like, oh yay, it's Alan Tudyk. I I hope I'm saying that name right. If Alan Tudyk, if you hear this and I'm not saying your name right, please correct me. Um, but yeah, he's playing her boss, and Kristen Wiig is playing like the boss's assistant or something. And they say that she may be good for actual on-camera work, but they want her to lose some weight. Well, they can't legally, they can't legally say, say that, but they can like say, hey, you get a, an <laughs> part of your employee benefits package is a gym membership. Yeah. And as Alan Tudyk always says, like, we want everything tighter. Tight. Yes, tighter. And then Kristen Wiig actually says, weigh yourself, write that number down, and take like 10 off that. <laughs> <laughs> Not losing weight, but yeah, losing weight. God almighty. And she's not big. No, she's not. She's she's skinny Hollywood lady. And, and Kristen Wiig plays this role perfectly. Oh, I mean, she this, is. She's such a bitch. In this, yes, but, and, she, but she plays it so well. But she plays it just like she would play any role. She does this all the... She did this in Ghost Town. Yeah, in Ghost which, Town. This she movie came before Ghost Town. Yeah, so, you're right. It did. So, Ghost Town was like 2009, I think. And this was seven. This so. was 2007. Okay. So, um, Peter... Paul Rudd wants her to move out now that Allison has got a promotion. Yeah, and then she's like, "No, no, no! I don't, we're not going that far." That's yeah. when I was like, "Oh, she has no interest in actually leaving here." Now, I mean, I gotta say, for living in a pool house, it's a pretty nice pool house. But um, yeah, I think I would want my own place. Of course, this is Hollywood, where you know, a studio apartment's going to run you more than a house would. Um, so Allison and her sister are going out to celebrate. Pete has the kids. And he's, he's like, yeah, we're going to take care of the kids. And we, we'll watch TV. We'll watch a taxi cab confession. Yes. what he says. Which I watched as a kid. So. I think I saw a couple episodes, but I didn't really know what was going on. So I was like, okay, I'm going to change this. I saw part of an episode. Now, Allison and her sister get to this club and there's a huge line of people. And they just walk in. Walk into the club while the stoners and company are still waiting. Yeah, Ben and his friends are the next in line yeah. to get in. And they're like, come on, man, what the hell? Now, Allison, they're inside there, and the stoners are going on about the movie Munich, which I have never seen. I know that's one of Steven Spielberg's movies. Right. And, I, yeah, um, Seth Rogen is Jewish. Jonah Hill, I guess he's Jewish. Jay's Jewish. Jay is Jewish. So they're going on about how about how awesome it was to see a movie for once where the Jews are doing the killing <laughs> instead of getting killed. I'm like, okay, that is that is dark. Oh my god. And then someone says, if any of us get laid tonight, it's because of Eric Banner. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And one. all this while, they're all they're constantly making fun of Martin. Oh yeah, they're they're oh my god, they are coming like after he's made this bet to never cut his beard, they are calling him everything. They're calling him like. A terrorist or the... the, the terrorist, the, the Taliban. The Taliban, the, 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 sh the shoe bomber guy. What was his name? I can't remember. My favorite one, though, is like, you look like Robin Williams Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. laughed so hard in the theater at that. <laughs> now, Allison and Ben meet at the bar while trying Before to, they meet at the bar, uh -huh. you know, her and her sister are having this conversation. She's oh, like, right, am yeah. I too old to be here? Right. But my favorite line is like, I just want to know that I'm still fuckable. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, maybe yeah. you should ask your husband? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yes, now they're so at the now, bar. So now, yeah, Allison and Ben are both at the bar trying to get a beer. Ben's been at the bar when Yeah, Allison he's been at the bar up. when Allison walks up. And eventually, they like the, like the guy, the, the bartender, just not paying him any attention, so eventually Ben just reaches behind the bar and grabs two Coronas, and... And all like, of a sudden, he wants to pay attention now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... So he has to end up giving both beers to Allison. To Allison, yeah, because, like, she's like, oh, I wanted to get one for my sister, too. Um... <laughs> now, uh... Ben so, takes Jason over, because yeah. he's like... He, he goes to his friend, he's like, I fucked up. She yeah, gave me like, an opening. She gave me an opening, I completely missed it. So, Ben and his friend go over to hit on Allison and her sister. You're going to see him in a... This Jason, he's in Sarah Marshall, and you're going to see him in a completely different role. He's oh, really? not like, like this cocky douche kind of guy. I love that Judd Apatow has like created a cinematic universe for his raunchy romantic <laughs> comedies. I think that's awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ben and his friend go over to hit on Allison and Debbie, and... At first, Debbie was, like, really into it, but then Allison's like, you're married. And she's like, oh, shut up. Yeah, and then and Ben's like, if you think that's going to stop, it, he does not care. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't care at all. But then Al, or uh, Debbie gets a call from from Pete, and I guess somebody's throwing up or some, yeah, one, one of the, the kids, kids is having a problem. <clears throat> so she has to go home to check on the kids, leaving Ben and Allison together. 
So they're continuing partying all throughout the night. They're dancing. Ben's got one dance move, rolling the dice. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Which is probably more than I've got. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a dancer either. So, so they go home together. And you know what's going to happen before it even happens. That's in the title of the movie. They start going at it. Now, well, he says he has a condom. Yes. But... Club but when they take their clothes off, he's like, you're prettier yeah, than like, I you're am. you're prettier than I am. <laughs> um, but, he, uh, yeah, he's having a tough time getting this condom on. She's in pain. She says, hurry up already. Yeah. Meaning get it Meaning, on. Yeah, hurry up and get it on. But he's just like, oh, okay. And just throws it on the floor. You see it happen. And, um... Then they start going at it. And at one point he has the line, I just doubled my record time. <laughs> I guess it's because they were drunk. I don't know. Yeah, probably. And probably he doesn't seem like he's had too many times. Yeah, maybe. The next morning, Allison needs to get to work, but Ben is just laying Man. there naked in the bed. And he wakes up and he's like, why am I naked? Like, I'm naked. <laughs> Do we, have, we sex? have sex? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, awesome. That's the part I remembered from yeah. the trailer. Um <laughs> So they go get some breakfast. Mm-hmm. Ben has to go throw up. Yeah. He's like, you know, that's the secret. Just just yak. Yeah. Just get it over with. You'll feel better. He doesn't remember much from last night. And um, I think I think it was this point where she says something about having to go interview Matthew Fox. And yes. he says, Matthew Fox, you know what's interesting about him? <clears throat> Nothing. He deserves a beat down. <laughs> And this whole time, this whole time, Allison's like, oh my God, what the hell have I done? What did I do last night? Because yeah. she's starting to see, you know, he tells her about the nude celebrity website and like... Yeah, because she asked him in the bed, do, do you have a job you got to get to? And he's and like, he, oh no, no. no. But I love the way he always says, he's like, no work today. <laughs> <laughs> I find myself, I'll say that a lot of times if I'm not working. I'm like, no work today. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, he tells her he's an entrepreneur and that he's going. Yeah, he's got this nude celebrity website. He doesn't have. Doesn't he asked have for her number. But yeah, he doesn't have a. He phone. He doesn't have a phone. Was this where he said he's an illegal Canadian immigrant or something? Or yes. That, okay. Yes, yeah, he yeah, says he's so, got. Yes. He came here with like nine hundred dollars or something to his name. So he's kind of squatting in this house with these other guys. I don't know if anyone owns the house that they're staying in. But um, now Allison has to um, has to get to work. And she's got to talk about it with her sister. Talk about what happened. And Ben has to talk about it with his friends. And, you know, of course, yeah, she's Allison's... saying it's a mistake. Yeah, this was He's a mistake. He was drunk, can't remember anything. Yeah. Which but of course, comes all of his friends, All of his friends was like, oh, bro, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was great. And then it just cuts to eight weeks later. And I like that you actually see, like, the, the cells dividing yeah. and yeah. multiplying in the... Uh, in, the, in I guess it's like under a microscope, maybe. I don't know. Eight weeks later, Allison is interviewing James Franco. And this was where I put the note. All of Seth Rogen's friends are in this movie. And she starts to puke. She yes. just goes and pukes. And and I love this next part because we see James Hader is like her... Bill Hader. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Bill Hader. What did I think James Hader? Oh, James, James Franco. Franco you Bill Hader. Yes. Bill Hader was her producer or something. And... Yeah, I put editor or producer because she's like, can you make that look better? Like, he's got to edit it yeah. together. But yeah, and it's definitely one of those. He's like, look how sweaty you are. You look like Dom DeLuise. You look like Jabba the Hutt when he's getting strangled. Hope you're not pregnant. And she's like, that's impossible. You have to have sex to be pregnant. And then she's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, are you the lady who doesn't realize she's pregnant until she's sitting on the toilet and a baby pops out? Or was, or was I think that might have been Kristen Wiig who said that. Or someone. I think her... Someone else said that. It wasn't him that said that. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I, I, just remember, I just wrote down yeah. that line. That's yeah. great. Um, pregnancy test time. And she and her sister go and buy a shit ton of pregnancy every tests. Every single like one, one of every one. Yeah, one of everything. <laughs> and Paul Rudd walks in at the wrong time because the, the sister's like, yeah, maybe I should check to see if it's working or not. So she takes one. Just as Paul Rudd's walking in, he's like, okay, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> she picks up and she's like... What the fuck is this? Yeah, and that's the, not yours. Yeah, that's not yours. I was like, oh, okay. Phew. So it's official. She's pregnant. So she has to email Ben because that's the only yeah, way. That's the only way they can get in touch with him, and the only way they can contact him is through his website. And she's looking at it, and it says "coming soon," and it's spelled C U M M I N G. Yeah, and she's like, that's spelled wrong. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so cut to Ben. And he's got his little gas mask that he's smoking his bong yes. out of. Yes, they're all getting stoned. Surprise, surprise. And then he sees the email and he's like, oh, someone wants seconds. Yes. 
<laughs> she, I forget who said it, but someone said she liked the way your dick tastes. I think Jonah said. Oh, that. did Jonah yeah, say that? I think okay. Jonah said that. Yeah. So Allison wants to meet up for dinner. Well, yeah, there. I think it's funny because he takes this phone call. Mm-hmm. I guess he's got one of their phones or whatever. But you know, they're all simulating like having sex. Like he's he's mm-hmm. simulating Jason giving him a blowjob right. and then humping him full on right. while, while this like, phone call's happening. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm like, dude, when you got your chance with her alone without your friends, you chicken shit. You did. You yeah, chickened out there. Uh huh. Uh huh. So they meet up for dinner at this really nice restaurant, and, and all he can think of, he's talking about, have you met Vince Vaughn? I think we'd get along. And I think we'd be, I think we'd have a lot of fun together. But this is also where you realize he doesn't have a job, but they're still paying for this place. Mm-hmm. Apparently he got his foot ran over by a po- postal truck 10 years ago, and he right. got a $14,000 settlement that he's been living off of. Which he still has of like, of which he still has $900. Yes. That's yep. right. This is where he said it. Yeah, he's yep. living here illegally from Canada. And she just blurts out, <clears throat> I love this, because she just blurts out, I'm pregnant, and he immediately goes, fuck off. <laughs> like, that's the first thing that comes out of his mind. And he's... She's like, I thought you wore a condom. And he's like, Did you? was your vagina drunk? Did you think I had the world's thinnest condom on? <laughs> and he's just like, I'll bet you're not pregnant. But, now, for, but for some someone who doesn't seem to remember anything, he remembers very clearly her saying, you said hurry yeah, up. Yeah, you said hurry up. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, but yes, they go to the actual go doctor to, to the confirm actual it. gynecologist, and there's all these little babies everywhere. And Which... <laughs> If the gynecologist where you're finding that out, that's not really a thing. Yeah, I People imagine People are bringing so. their... I've been to the gynecologist plenty of times. There's not a... It's a room full of moms. Uh-huh. Sometimes dads uh-huh. with the moms. But not a lot of babies. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. Like, you would have the babies at, like, the pediatric <laughs> clinic or something. I just love that <laughs> Dr. Pellegrino... Yes. What a name, Dr. Pellegrino. He's looking at her vagina. This is, this is her sister's gynecologist and he's looking at her vagina and goes you do look a right lot here. like your sister <laughs> no it's official she's pregnant and allison just starts bawling and at yes. first doc- the doctor's like hey okay and then he's like oh I'm, I'm just gonna go out here well as someone whose wife cried when she found out she was pregnant not in the doctor's office just doing the home test uh, I, ca- I can relate to this okay. so yeah, no, okay. I've been there. Okay. I wasn't as shocked. I wanted to be happy, but I couldn't because I had to console her for crying. Oh, so. no. Was this her first one? Yeah, the first one. Okay, yes, okay. Yes, yes. Well, I, your, your, yours would not be the only wife I, that I have known to cry when they found out they were first having a baby. Yeah, because we had this plan of waiting a couple years that didn't pan out, but... Mm. It's goddamn pink bunnies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you never should have told me that story. Well, I know a couple friends that are listening, and they'll know that story. They'll know, they know all about the pink Do you bodies. want to tell our other listeners? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> Inside joke. Sorry, you had to be there. <laughs> but now, yes, she's pregnant, she's crying, and Ben doesn't know what to do. He's just kind of like patting her on the back. And now we get him telling his friends about it. And Jay has this great line. He's like, why did we buy a year's supply of condoms from Costco if you're not going to use them? Uh, Jason. Oh, Jason said, okay, right, Jay, Jay was Jay's the, the one's excited Jay's about it. Jay's the skinny one, yeah. Yeah. Um. Jay. No, Jay is, this is where he says, no, we're here, we're going to rear your child. And Jay's <laughs> like, you hear that, Ben? He wants to rear your child. Oh, my God. And Jonah's over here talking about, for the baby over there, yeah. a smushmortion. Yeah, you, you, know, you should get it taken care of. It rhymes with smushmortion. <laughs> Got to take her to the smushmortion clinic. <laughs> And, uh, but now Allison is talking to her mom, and her mom does not support this. Her like, mom is terrible. I was gonna say her mom is just like Jonah and Jason. Yeah, They're, she's like, like you take can get care this of this. Yeah, she's the same way. But Ben's dad is excited about this. Harold Harold Ramis. Harold Harold Ramis. Ben's dad is excited about this, and he's like, "Are you are you living your vision now?" <laughs> that's that's really sad. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Dad, you told me not to smoke pot, and I found out you were smoking pot this whole time. He was like, what kind of a dad am I going to be? How am I going to tell my kid not to do drugs? He's like, only at night, though. Only at night. And yeah. all day on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> I was like, okay. So yeah. Allison is calling Ben, telling him that she's decided to keep the baby, and he's saying he hoped, he was hoping she'd keep the baby, and he wants to support her. So he's at least a somewhat responsible stoner? Or at least conscious stoner. And then we get another scene that ties back to a past episode. Allison comes to the house 
and they're watching Wild Things, which is what I mentioned about Denise okay, Richards. Okay, yeah, I, I was wondering what I was wondering which movie that was was they were, were yeah, watching. Yeah, that that is Wild Things, the scene with Denise Richards, Nev Campbell, and Matt Dillon in a pool. Okay, okay, yeah. So uh, Martin and his girlfriend are sitting on the couch, and they're both stoned out of their minds. And the girl's like, "You must be angry at the baby for stealing your food." <laughs> like, good grief, dude! How many brain cells did you have before you started smoking? And then Jay comes out. Oh, I love this line. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he says, my balls are shaved, my pubes are trimmed, I'm ready to fucking rock this shit. And that's when he notices Alan is, Allison is standing there. And, and Jonah's like, if I see any pubes on the toilet seat, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Last time I took a shit, my shit looked like a fucking stuffed animal. <laughs> I, was that an ad-libbed line? I want to know if that was ad I think a ad-libbed. lot of these I, are. I imagine it was. I think a lot of these are, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like even Bill Hader's scene earlier where he's going off about the but, Java. Oh, Java the Hutt. Yeah, you might be. That's yeah. probably right. Now, and, and this is where Jay, and Jay's just standing there in a towel. And he tells Jonah, you are embarrassing me in company. You em-, and, and Jonah yells, you embarrass yourself. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that somewhere. Probably. Um, so, yeah, then they go out to dinner, Allison mm-hmm. and Ben. She buys him some baby books. Yeah. And, and he's looking at, you know, what to expect when you're expecting. Did anyone buy you that book? Yes, we had the book. Okay. Yes. And he's like, you can't eat sushi, you can't smoke, can't smoke marijuana, you can't smoke crack, can't jump on a trampoline. I'm just going to be sitting on that trampoline smoking crack all the time or something By like myself. That. Yeah, by myself. <laughs> yeah. So Pete and Debbie think they should help Allison raise her baby. <laughs> but before they talk about that, when they're first in the bathroom, oh, yeah. Pete's sitting there brushing his teeth. He's like, you want to have sex tonight? Or she's brushing her teeth. Yeah. He's like, you want to have sex tonight? She's like, oh, Tonight? kind of constipated do you want to well now (laughs) yeah like yeah that's really really arousing (laughs) but yeah then she turns to i think we should help her raise the baby yeah he's like what the fuck we got two of our own i don't want to raise someone else's baby Mm -hmm. because like i said i'm in that role now that is if my wife turned to me and said we're gonna help raise my sister's baby i'm like what (laughs) what no why (laughs) we're still raising our own damn it (laughs) so um I gotta say, I really like how committed Ben and Allison no, are to to abs- doing this absolutely. together. Like, you know, they just met each other. They've met under terrible circumstances, but they are gonna do whatever they can to make this right. To to or to try to do their best to do it right. I guess you could say. So um, Ben goes over to Allison's to have breakfast in the morning. Yes, and they're sitting there at the breakfast table. Like, who's this? This is my boyfriend. And then Ben decides to say, "We're having a We're baby having a together." Baby. Yeah, just blurts it right out. Did you get where the babies come from? This girl's story. I, I could not. I could not write it all down. I was oh, laughing too oh, hard. Oh my goodness! So a stork comes by, drops a baby into the hole in your head. <laughs> There's blood everywhere, pouring out. They push the belly button. Your butt falls off, and you have to dig in and find a baby. <laughs> I had to rewind it. So I was like, I gotta get this. Yeah, that is a crazy ass story. Again, was that was that ad libbed or was I'm, that I'm something like, written? If your dad's dead, Apatow, are these the kind of stories you come up with on your own? <laughs> She's gonna have a hard time in sex ed class when she gets there. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, right but now. then you get you get yeah you go to Ben. He's outside playing with the kids. Uh-huh. He's throwing toys like fetch. Go yeah, get he that. says go fetch, get and and Debbie's just like he's playing fetch with my children like a dog, like a dog. <laughs> and then she talks about. He's so big. Look at him. He can't even get out of that playhouse. I'm like, it's a ba- it's a kid's, kid's playhouse. He's not supposed to be in there. <laughs> I guess if you watch Full House, you'll know that Uncle Jesse got stuck putting one together. Oh, jeez. I'd forgotten about that. He oh, my. stands up and he's got like an arm hanging out this way. <laughs> he can't get out of it. <laughs> and then we get Pete and Ben watching the kids play. And, and this this part, I, I, I could see where this would be depressing because... Pete says, I wish I liked anything as much as my kids like bubbles. Because the, the little girls are playing with bubbles and just having the time of their lives. And he says, their smiling faces just point out your inability to enjoy anything. This guy sounds like he's been married for a while. He's like, am I going to be okay, man? I don't know. Just don't ask me to lend you any money. That's what Pete says. <laughs> and, oh, who, who said this next line? I think it was Jonah. They said, they said they're talking about you know, like actually getting the, the website built and doing some actual work. And he says, I didn't go to Yale so I could work 12 hours a day. And someone's like, you went to Santa Monica Community College. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I think you're right. I think it was Jonah. But yeah, Ben's like, we need, we need to launch this website. Yeah, we need to get some actual money going here. 
Um, but Ben and Allison are going to see a new gynecologist. And... He's, yeah, they meet a new doctor. They meet, a new do- they meet several new doctors. Yes. One of them is Ken Chong. Which is, I didn't realize he's a real doctor. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is so a real cool. doctor. Yes. So that makes it even funnier when he voiced Doctor Who in BoJack Horseman. Um, <laughs> um, but one of them says, I can't remember who says it, but says, that's the closest I'll get to being in a threesome. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're at spin class together. Yes. And she's like, how are you feeling? He says, I'm breathing like James Gandolfini over here. <clears throat> female gynecologist and she's like oh my god I, this was so bad because she's like feeling and she's like not really looking and she goes oh that's not your vagina that's your asshole that happens about five I times a day <laughs> what kind of a gynecologist are you um and now now i love this because allison is on the couch making notes of nudity in what are they watching carrie they're watching carrie and they're like oh all right we've got boobs and bush in the first 30 seconds, 30 seconds of the like movie that? or something yes. like that Yep. Now we cut to 16 weeks. Allison is at work. And well, first she... they find the doctor. Then we cut to 16 weeks. Oh, right, weeks. right, right. They, they do go to one more doctor, and the they're doctor. like, okay. And he's like, I don't take vacations. Yeah. I'm always here. Yeah. She's like, so yeah, I want one gynecologist to be here, and I want that doctor to be here when my baby is born. Yeah. That, good luck on that. Yeah, good luck on that, Because sure. even when you have a doctor, they all share in the practice. You're going <laughs> to get another doctor most of the time. Yeah. We did. So Allison is at work and she is starting to really show, but she still hasn't told her boss. And someone, and uh, who was it who said it? it's like, like just tell them they'll be cool. Everyone loves somebody. It's, pregnant. It's oh, person. it's Kristen Wiig. Oh no, not no, Kristen. no, it's um, the girl. Kate, ah, Katie Shaw. Oh, I see. I didn't know who this was. It's the girl who's taking like doing her costuming, fitting. And okay, stuff. well, yeah. I, I so think, you recognized I her? I think that was who that was. Okay, you might be right. I didn't recognize um, this girl. Yeah. But now we got Pete and Debbie, and they're, for some reason, Debbie is on the web looking at the sex offender registry, and she's like, look at all these sex offenders in our, in our area, and, and Pete's just like, okay, we'll skip those houses when we're trick-or-treating. She's like, something. is this a joke to you? These are sex offenders. like, what do you want me to do? Go knock on every door? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you even do about it? Yes, they're in, you know they're in the neighborhood. That's uh-huh. what the site's for. You know they're there. And you know to avoid them. And she just starts going off on him like, you are such a fucking idiot. You fucking loser. Just, yeah. just yeah, brutal, off. brutal conversation here. So now we find out that Ben knows the sex of the baby but is keeping it secret. And now they're shopping for baby stuff. And, and Debbie looks at this one crib and is like, this one, this is the one you need. This is the one you gotta have. And he looks at it and like, $1,400? For a crib. For a crib. Did you buy a $1,400 crib for any of your kids? No. I think our crib, I don't know how much it was, but I mean, it turned into the day bed. It turns into a twin size bed. Okay, so, so it lasts you, forever. That, that's, that's perfect. And it still usable. wasn't $1,400. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that makes sense. And, and I love I love Ben's line here because there's one of these lying in the alley behind my house. Just grab that. Just rub Purell all over it. And now Debbie's like, no, we'll buy it for you as a gift. And, like, you can tell this whole time, Debbie just looks down on Ben, like, oh, yeah. just, like, absolute shit. Like, I'm, I'm like, give him, a, give him a credit at least. He's trying. He's like, he's not running off. Yeah, he's not running off. He's actually trying to do the responsible thing. I think she thing. wants him to run off. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, then we get Ben and Allison running to some of her old friends. Right. And she's kind of embarrassed about Ben during mm-hmm. this scene. Yeah, because the friends are like, oh my gosh, is Debbie pregnant again? And Ben's just like, oh, no, it's her. And like, you know, like, like she's pregnant. And um, I forget why he says this, but he's like, yeah, the moral of the story is don't drink and bone. Yes, don't drink and bone. Yep. So now we get Ben and Pete hanging out there looking at records in a record shop or something. Because, well, we forgot to mention this, but Pete is supposed to be some kind of like record producer. Yeah, he or goes he, to he see goes to all these different all the times. Yeah. yeah, he goes to see all these different bands to see if they're good to sign, I guess. So, and he's talking to Pete about the website, the Flesh yep. of the Stars, and he's like, "Oh, you like Mister like Mr. And he does the he does the picture, and it's a pretty good impression, actually. Like yeah. Um, so then, of course, Ben has to go home and tell his friends about it. Like, how do, how do we not know this existed? Yeah. And Martin's like, "Oh, you know what? I, I came across this at one point, but I didn't think anything about it." <laughs> so now we get Ben trying to propose to Allison with an empty ring box. A promise. A promise. He can't (laughs) afford a ring but still wants to marry her. And she says she loves him but doesn't want to marry him yet. Now we're back to Allison and Debbie. And Debbie's like, so he got down on one knee and gave you an empty box? 
Like, he's being sweet. Yeah. He's saying he promises he'll get her a ring eventually, and all she can do is talk down on him for yeah, doing it. Yeah, and that's what she says here. She says, you criticize them a lot until they get so down on themselves that they change. Like, that is some shitty life advice. That is. So, yep. now, for somewhere we get the Debbie thinks Pete is cheating on her. She is installing spyware on her computer to follow Pete. Yeah, she doesn't believe that he's going... To all, these, to all bands. these bands, yeah, all these band shows. He thinks she thinks he's cheating on him. Now, cut to twenty four weeks. Allison still hasn't told her bosses that she's pregnant. And uh, <laughs> and someone says, "Yeah, it's a great plan to wait until your water breaks all over Robert De Niro's shoes." I think I think Pete said that. And Paul, yeah, because they're at dinner. Yeah, yeah Paul Rudd having... actually does a really good impression really good. of Robert De Niro in this scene. Oh, really good. Yeah, he's, I was, he's I was very good. impressed with that. Seth Rogen tries, but. Paul Rudd does a good impression of him. Yeah. And Pete just starts the worst conversation. He says, isn't it weird that when you have a kid and all your dreams and hopes go right out the window? <laughs> and Debbie's just like, what dreams did you have? Excuse the fuck out of me. What? What dreams did you have? Pete? Yeah. yeah. What are you not getting to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Now, Ben imagined himself. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I imagined myself in a Bronco running from the cops when I found out about the baby. And uh, some, I think I think it was Debbie. She's like, "You are a funny motherfucker. This is fun. We should do this more often." No, uh, Ben I, says that to Pete. Oh, ben, oh, Ben says that to Pete. He's, okay, he's, yeah, that's what Ben says okay. to Pete. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, Ben and Pete really hit it off. Yes. <laughs> now Ben and Allison are trying to bang, and Ben is afraid of crushing the baby. <laughs> he says, "All I can see is our baby getting poked in the face by my penis." And uh. He's like, oh, the baby kicked my hand. My dick has got to be an inch away from his face. <laughs> He's telling me to get away. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, and finally, she's just like, screw it. Just forget about it. So now Ben is sitting on the couch getting high while she's asleep. And this is all over at Ben's house. And then they get an earthquake. And Jake, or, uh, Jay comes running through. He's like, it's the Russians! <laughs> ben runs out of the house. Realizes, he, oh, shit, I forgot my bong. Yeah, goes ben. back in for his bong. bong. Forgets all about Allison. Uh-huh. And then we get outside, we've got Martin standing there in the ni- at night. Jason is standing there, like you said, butt naked. And that's when he's like, oh shit, did anyone turn the, the, the gas off? And he's like, no. And, oh shit, so he goes running back inside, butt naked. Then we get uh, Jonah and some girl, what is she saying? With Alex? I don't, I don't know. What, I, yeah. I figured, which this, this girl is not wearing a stitch of clothing any either. She's, she is keeping herself covered. And what does, what does uh, Jay do? He reaches out. He holds his hand like, hi, I'm Jay. <laughs> and she reaches over and, and shakes his hand. <laughs> and now Ben and Allison are... Going through out. the aftermath. Yeah. And Allison's just like, I'm worried that you won't be able to take care of me because you're always getting stoned. And while they're going through the aftermath, she finds the baby books that she that he bought and hasn't he hasn't touched them. She finds a bank statement that says that she, he's down to what one hundred and seventeen dollars and something in his okay. bank account. And yet he's got what did he say a ninja sword? She's like, what is this? Oh, yeah. it's a ninja sword. Yeah, he's buying useless shit without having any income coming in. Yeah, the hell did you need a ninja sword for? Well, I can say I've done stupid stuff like that before too. Uh, not when you didn't have income. Not when coming. I didn't have income. True. Um, Ben gets a call from Allison. This is at the 28 weeks mark. Ben gets a call from Allison. Debbie wants them to come over and have dinner. And then with them because she still thinks Pete is cheating on her. Debbie is... To me, Debbie is a pain in the ass. Like, I'm not even married. And I would say half of her arguments with Pete are really kind of unfair. And I, it almost kind of makes sense. I, I think I think actually that um, some did did Ben say it? He said it makes sense that she would cheat or that he would cheat. Yeah. So I mean, if you get you, you you're getting treated like that all the time, I, I mean, I guess she doesn't openly accuse him like to him. I yeah, mean, yeah. Because if you if it was, my goodness, at that point you should just cheat if you're going to get accused like that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think she does that. But yeah, she definitely. They're just unhappy at this point in their marriage. I guess I guess um, this, this is forty. Will uh. Will um kind of conclude their story or tell us more about what happened? Tell us more, yes. Okay. So Pete, they're all they're all sitting around having dinner, and Pete has to leave to go see another band. And now Debbie is following him to some house. Oh, and Debbie and Allison and Ben. Debbie, She's Allison, and Ben. All, all three of them. Yes. All three of them are in there. And when they get to the house, Debbie just goes in, and Ben's like, "She doesn't have a gun, does she?" Yeah. Now she just opens this door to a stranger's house, and for starters, the door is unlocked at night. Duh, who does that? Mistake. 
mistake. And she just <laughs> goes in and like, that's still breaking and entering, even if you don't have to break right. and enter. Um, there are wedding photos everywhere. And she goes to look upstairs and nobody's up there. But then she hears a voice coming from down the hallway. And she follows this voice and opens it. And what do we find? A bunch of guys and Pete in a fantasy baseball league. Which apparently Paul Rudd really does fantasy baseball. That doesn't so, surprise me one bit. So there you go. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> now, um, and Debbie says that this is worse than if he'd been caught cheating. And I'm like, what the? F- Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> you would rather have your husband cheat on you than say he's go- than lie and go to a fantasy baseball league. And because if he said he was going to fantasy baseball, she would have ripped him a new one. Yeah. So he has to yeah, use he's work been lying as an excuse. Just to get out of the house to have some time by himself. And uh, he says something about they made us they say they made a reference earlier about Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Well, Spider-Man 3 starting. Well, now he says something about he he wanted he went to go see Spider-Man. Like, what did what were you doing last week when you left? We went to go see Spider-Man, or I went to go see Spider-Man. Spider-Man and she's, she's like, like, with who? By myself. Yeah, she's like, I like Spider-Man. <laughs> now, I gotta side with Pete on this argument. And Debbie is kicking him out for this? She's like, I don't it, want you I don't want you coming home. You shouldn't come home. Yeah, it's, it's extreme. This is incredibly extreme. Maybe I'm just being a guy, but I think Debbie has been a total bitch for most of this movie. Um... And Ben thinks the whole situation is funny. Like, the next day, they're in the car together. Um, Allison's driving, and he's just like, well, you think about it, the whole thing's just kind of funny. Like, she thought he was cheating on him, or th- thought he was cheating, and, and turns out he's just playing, uh, um, uh, just playing fantasy football, or fantasy baseball. And then Allison starts going off on him. So like, is that what you want? You want to play fantasy baseball? Like, I don't even like baseball. Yeah. I don't even like sports. Yeah. And it just, there were, there were a few lines I remember in here. She's like, she's like, you should support me no matter what I say. <laughs> like, okay, hard to argue with that kind of logic. Um, and she's like, I sacrificed my job. I sacrificed my youth. I sacrificed my vagina. And he goes, you sacrificed your vagina? <laughs> now, Allison throws him out of the car in the middle of the interstate. Which, Debbie... Leslie Mann, the real woman, really did to Judd Apatow. Oh, man, I would have loved to have I don't been know in the car the, when that happened. Yeah, I don't think the argument was quite the same, but she did <laughs> stop in the middle of the street and say, no, get out. Get out. So now we reach the part in the movie where the relationship is strained. At the gynecologist. You know, the lady who's wearing, weighing her is like, oh, don't worry about gaining weight. Your baby wants you to gain a lot of weight. So, or she has to worry about her job. Or, or she has to worry about her job, yeah. So she doesn't um, want to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Ben shows up. Yeah. Like, he said he had to walk three miles to get there, but mm-hmm. he still comes to this appointment after being thrown out of the car. Yeah, and That's she, commitment. That is commitment, but she's still yelling at him because he didn't read the baby books, and he says, oh, no, has anyone had kids ever without having a baby book? Yeah. The ancient Egyptians carved what to expect when you're expecting out of the fucking pyramid walls. <laughs> like... Oh, and then Ben, and this, and I realize he's angry, and she's yelling, and this is still kind of a shit move. He's like, it's a girl, buy a bunch of pink shit, and walks out. Yeah. Now, Allison says he's not committed, even though he proposed to her already. Um, Now, Pete and Ben are at the bar, going on about all the stuff Allison won't let him do. And (laughs) Pete says, marriage is like everyone loves, everybody loves Raymond, it's just not funny. (laughs) So Pete and Ben want to go to Vegas. Debbie and Allison want to go do something fun. Debbie has had three Red Bulls in 15 minutes, and she's just going, come on, get out of the, get out of the bed. Like, Allison's just, like, laying there in bed. Yeah. Like, get up, let's go. We got to go do something. So Ben and Pete show up at, at, at the, the guy's house, and all of the guys, Jay, Jason, and Jonah, almost like Jay, Jonah, Jameson, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jay, Jason, and Jonah all have pink eye because... One of them farted on the other's pillow, who then farted on the other's pillow. And yeah, like, one of them farted on one pillow, thinking it was someone else's pillow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then more farting on pillow. All, yeah. That's what I put. I just put all from farting on pillows. All from farting on pillows. Now Martin shows up and he's like, no, I don't have pink eye. I'm just really high. <laughs> <laughs> so Pete and Ben going to Vegas. Pete brought mushrooms and has tickets to Cirque du Soleil. Which... I think personally seeing Cirque du Soleil without being on shrooms would freak me out. But, okay. Now they're both getting lap dances in Vegas. Yes. And Pete starts straight up (laughs) motorboating this stripper's ass. And Ben says? Ben says, now that's how you get pink eye. (laughs) Like, how are you going to explain that one to your wife? 
No, I Allison, guess it doesn't matter. He's kicked out. Yeah, he's it got time matter. to let it clear mm-hmm. up. Now, Allison and Debbie are going back to the same club they were at earlier, and this time the bouncer's not just letting them walk in. They have to get in line like all the normal people, and Debbie just loses her shit. Yeah, it's Craig Robinson this time. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I knew I recognized yeah. him. And the doorman, and he's like, "I can't let you in because you're old as fuck." And she's pregnant, and she's pregnant. Yeah, he says, "He says otherwise, I would tear that ass up." Why is she even at the club? And he's looking at he's looking at Allison. That's bad parenting. Your old ass should know that. <laughs> now we've got Pete and Ben on shrooms watching Cirque du Soleil. And he's like, I'm freaking out right now, man. The mushrooms are turning on me. Yeah, because he sees like a giant baby. Yeah, yeah, stage. giant. Yes. <laughs> Again, weird shit. Um, and Debbie, now Debbie is just crying on the sidewalk. She's like, her youth is <laughs> over. She just wants to dance, but she's going to be alone. And then... <laughs> ben and Pete. Yeah. Well, no, we, she, okay. she gets a call from the... Or she's like, I have to go. The babysitter gets mad when I come home after midnight. She's such a pissy little high school cunt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She does that. Now back to Pete and Ben. They're in the hotel room. They're still high. Still high. Still coming down off the shrooms. And, and Pete's like, there are five different types of chairs in this hotel room. And Ben's looking at him. He goes, the tall one's gawking at me. <laughs> I should have read the baby books. Now Pete is getting existential. Like, how can anyone like me? The biggest problem in our marriage is that she wants to be around me yeah. all the time. It's like, you play fantasy, you play fantasy baseball because you can't accept her love. <laughs> she busts your balls because you're a little bitch. <laughs> Some great lines in this great, movie. Great, great lines. Like, I knowing what I know now, I was like, this makes sense why I enjoyed the big sick as much as I did. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, that gives me hope then. Yeah. Allison and Debbie are setting up a birthday party for one of the little girls, and Ben shows up. And the little girl's like, why is everyone so mad at you? Everyone's been saying Ben's a prick. What does that mean? He's like, it means a penis. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Debbie and Pete seem to have made up really quick. I mean, really quick. Um, well, also, or we don't know how much time has passed. We don't though. know how much time, and this could be putting on a show for the birthday party. True, true, it could be. So, now, now when 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 Ben shows up, he's wearing this like striped shirt, and he says, and and Pete says, "You look like Babe Ruth's gay brother, Gabe Ruth." <laughs> and that that's kind of almost a callback to Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh. Because those two were side characters, and they had this game where there was, you know, how I know you're gay. You know how I know you're gay? And it was just constant back and forth. Oh, wow. So when I heard this joke, that's kind of what it reminded me of. <laughs> oh, man. Because one time they're like, no, I know you're gay. You got that big collection of gay porn over there. <laughs> like, it's probably, that's probably okay. <laughs> but now Ben wants to get back together with Allison. Allison says she doesn't want to end up like Debbie because she and Pete aren't right for each other. Allison doesn't want to hold Ben back just because of the baby. Like, hold him back from what? I think well, I think she doesn't want him to stop doing what he's doing. And he loves to smoke. She doesn't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to try and change him, which is what Debbie's telling her to do. Okay. Yeah, you know. But then she actually mentions that, like, he knew that she knew about the shrooms. So now Pete, so now Ben is mad at Pete because he told Debbie that they did shrooms in Vegas. And, um... And he's like, I'm afraid because you're... Oh, no, no. He says, Allison's afraid that because you're such a shitty husband, she thinks I'm going to be a shitty husband. (laughs) Now, this is where we get a lot of the celebrity cameos. Because Allison, she works for E! Entertainment. And now she's at some kind of premiere. A lot of red carpet stuff. We do see Jessica Simpson. You see Andy Dick and Ava Mendez and Steve Carell. And everybody is commenting on her baby bump. And she's like kind of starting to lose it. Yeah, because she's getting pretty big at this point. She's yeah, still got she's two months very, to go. Yeah, she's very, very obvious that she is pregnant. And everyone's, oh my God, you're about to pop. You look like you're about to pop. And she kind of loses it. And like Steve Carell, it's like, she she says something like, stop being an asshole to Steve Carell. And he's like, I'm not being an asshole. And he just kind of walks away. And she's like, no, no, Steve, Steve, give me some kind of a comment about such a... And, and later, <laughs> Bill Hader, is, he's looking at the finish. He's like, you managed to turn Steve Carell into an asshole. That's talent. <laughs> that is very, that is a lot of talent. Now, Ben is still going on. He, he's mad at his dad for his dad's advice. And his dad's like, son, I've been married three times. You're going to take my advice yeah. or something like that. He doesn't know how to take responsibility. So he, but he, he does a good job. He gets a new job. He gets an actual job yeah. and a new apartment and moves out of the flop house he was sharing with all the stoners. And we get another montage 
of him like moving out and mm-hmm. Allison just going on with her life. Allison and Deb were going to yoga class, which is what the bouncer said they need to be doing. Was that a yoga class or was that a Lamont oh, well, I mean, class? Yeah, probably a Lamont. I thought class, it was a Lamont. You're probably right. They're both it shows them both separately getting the baby rooms ready in yeah. their respective places. Yeah. Um and now Allison is meeting with her boss again. <laughs> And he's like, we just wish you'd have told us that you were pregnant. And Kristen Wiig has this great line. She says, this is Hollywood. We don't like liars. (laughs) You're in the wrong fucking industry, lady. Um, And he's like, it turns out people love pregnant women. She's like, oh. And then Kristen was like, yeah, who knew? Yeah, Yeah, she's like, I don't. Everybody else does, but I don't. I think they're gross. (laughs) Um, So now Allison is going to interview all of the pregnant celebrities. And, and then he says, and after the after the baby is out, tighten it back up. Oh, yeah, of course. Wonderful. Right now, back in. so so Pete gets to go to Legoland with the family for the weekend. So Allison is a, is alone in the house now because the whole family's gone. She is alone on the couch watching a movie, and Ben is reading what to expect. And his friends call him and tell him, ask him to come out. He, or he's like, oh yeah, I'm just smoking a joint and drinking some beers. But he's not. He's just reading a book. Yep. Um. And Jonah's like, ask him if he's going to kill himself. Tell him he shouldn't jerk off with a noose around his neck. It's dangerous. <laughs> but now we find out Allison is actually going into labor. She calls the doctor, but the regular doctor, the one she wanted, is not available. I think he's at a bar mitzvah. He's at a bar mitzvah, yeah. yes. So she calls Ben. And he's like, okay, well, I got to stop and get gas. She's like, no, don't stop and get gas. Just come over here now. So he gets to the house and she's in the bathtub trying to de-stress. Which also apparently... Leslie Mann really did. Really? She did the bathtub scene. Oh, man. So. So, um. <laughs> so, and, and Ben is trying to get in touch with the doctor still. And calls the doctor and he's out of town and he just leaves this voicemail that's like, Hey, doctor, guess what's the fuck up? Yeah, we're having our baby. And he starts going just nuts. He starts, like, threatening the doctor's life. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> And then he kind of sticks his head back in the bathroom and was like, hey, I couldn't get him, so I left him a nice message. And um, he's at the he's at this bar mitzvah and will be there for the next three days. Yes. And, oh, and, and um, so they, they're calling around to other doctors and one of them asks, have you had your bloody show? I guess that's, that's what it. you're talking that about. The, whole the bloody, bloody show. show. Ben asked her that. Oh, Ben asked her that. Okay. Ben asked her that. And then she's like, you read the baby book. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was what it was, bloody yeah. show. <laughs> so he drives her to the hospital and they park in a handicap spot. And she's like, are you sure we could park here? And he puts this handicap sticker on the, on the little, on the mirror. And he says, I stole it from Martin's grandma. And she goes, that's really sweet of you. <laughs> Have you ever seen Joyride with Paul Walker and Steve oh, Zahn? one time, a long time ago. <laughs> I remember there's a scene there that he parks in a... He's like, dude, this is a handicap spot. He's like, don't worry, I'm going to gimp it. And he gets out and starts doing this huge <laughs> gimp to go up to the thing. Yeah, that sounds like Steve Zahn. <laughs> yeah, yes. Now, Allison wants to have a natural birth. I cannot imagine why any woman would want to do that. Like, did your wife have natural birth with any, for any of your kids? Uh, no, she did. She wanted to. But she changed her mind? Well, unfortunately, the doctor would not let her because he was turned backwards into her back. And giving her so much back pain, she couldn't relax. Oh. So until she got the epidural, she couldn't do anything. Okay. Gotcha. Which I remember being grateful for because we had woke up early that morning. She's You're not allowed to eat. Uh-huh. You're only allowed to have ice cubes. So... Once they gave the epidural, she passed out, and I went down to the hospital cafeteria and, like, ate everything they had. <laughs> I'm like, chicken tenders, mozzarella sticks, oh, corn. God. I was starving. Like, well, well your, your, your child was born, but your husband's dead. He had a heart attack. <laughs> we watched a lot of Roseanne that day. Oh, I'm like, so sorry. <laughs> now, now, she's... Now, yeah. Now, all of Ben's stoner friends are waiting in the waiting room, and she wants to have a natural birth, but the doctor is saying that the cord, the, the umbilical cord, is wrapped around the baby's neck. Yeah. So, so they got to get it out immediately, like, quick. But, I mean, and, and he's he's right. The guy he is right. That, but, good Lord, he is angry. He he's, is there. Yeah, he's, I mean, I get it. I mean, well, for starters, yeah, it's, it's like three in the morning. He probably doesn't want to be there. But at the same time, this woman is telling him how to do his job. But I this, can get I can get that he's like, I'm an expert. I've done this before. You know? But at the same time, he's like, I had to get woken up for this. And I'm like, 
these doctors are on call. Yeah. They're yeah. used to this. this yeah. And, they, and they've got like little apartments there at the hospital and stuff like that for when they are on call. Yeah. So they're just, he seems a little over annoyed. Yeah, I agree. She needs to stop trying to tell him. She doesn't know. She's yeah. Because she's like, I want the experience. And he says, if you want a special experience, go to a Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> so now, now we get this random shot of Jonah and Martin rolling around the hospital in wheelchairs. Like, your friend's having a baby. Can you not just sit there? Playing murder ball. Yeah, playing murder <laughs> ball in wheelchairs. Now Debbie and Pete t- show up. And Debbie walks in, and she's like, okay, you, you, can, you can go. You can. And she's telling Ben to go. Well, know, before all that, he takes that doctor outside the room. He's like, dude, calm the fuck down. Yeah. Being an asshole. Yeah. And then he goes back in, and he's calm. But yes. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and then she's like, okay, you go. And then Ben walks outside with Debbie and he finally tells her off and he says back the fuck off (laughs) and then I love this next part because Debbie kind of sits down next to Pete in the waiting room and she looks like she's about to cry and he's like what happened he's like I think I like Ben (laughs) (laughs) that's what you gotta do you just gotta tell her off yeah um now, okay, now it's it's like the baby is coming and... She wants the epidural. She, now she decides she wants the epidural and too it's too late. late for that. And um, <laughs> and, and this was great because uh, <laughs> she's like screaming and the doctor says, maybe we can take it down just a little bit. I think you're going to scare the other pregnant women. And this is where Jay thinks yeah. it would be a good idea to poke his head in the delivery room and see if he can help with anything. Like he's going to be able to do anything. And that is where we... I'm pretty sure this was not in the... In the original cut, because I was watching the unrated cut of this movie, but you actually see the crowning. Like, he actually looks in, and you can see the top of the baby's head coming out of her vagina, and he's just like, oh, dear God, I shouldn't have gotten, I shouldn't have got in there, I shouldn't have gotten in there. I shouldn't have gone in there. (laughs) And Jonah says, try getting a boner now, or something like that. And then Jason's still hitting on Debbie right there with Pete. Yeah, right there with Pete. Yeah, he's like, hey, Debbie, how you doing? He does not care. No. And and Martin, he's like, you ever get so stupid? Go get ever get so bored that you stare at your balls, and and this is when Debbie leans over to Pete and goes, "Is that Ben's rabbi?" <laughs> and I think this is the part where he decides he wants out of the bed. Yeah, right? he wants out of the bed, and all he has to do is say like, "Jay, you're the, the man, man," or something like that. But the bet was that he had to pay. He had to pay rent for a year for or something. All, he had to pay all of their rent. Yeah, for, I think a month. But oh, was it was it a month? But, but he had to pay everybody's rent. I thought it was for a year. It but you may been. be right. It might have been. So I'm like, you're nine months into this. Yeah. Don't give up now. You're so close. You yeah. put up with all this shit. Yeah. But now the baby is out. Yes. Everything is fine. Um, but now Debbie's like, oh, I want another baby. And <laughs> Pete's like, no, uh-uh. Not, not happening. And, and and I love this next part because it shows Ben and he's holding his newborn daughter. He says, and then your mommy said, just do it already. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's coming home now. And there's some great lines here. Because he's like, yeah, my new apartment is in East L.A. and it's huge. We just have to decide if we're going to be Crips or Bloods. <laughs> and she says something like, I look good in red. Red, and, and he's like, I look good in blue or something yeah, it was, like that. Yeah, it was either that like, or wh- switch, Whichever yeah. the colors are, we're yeah. not experts in, in, in gangs. Sorry. Well, no, I know. They're red and blue. Oh, I yeah, just, I know they're red and blue. I just can't, I just remember, can't remember which, which one, one is which. Yeah, I don't remember which one she said and which one he said. So, end credits. And while... Well, the, before the end credits, he's driving super slow. Oh, yeah, slow he's, on, he's on the highway and he's driving super slow. There's a line of cars behind him. And the end credits show footage of them while they are actually raising the baby. And it's really cute. I got to give them that. And I thought this was also another neat thing was while the, while the credits are rolling, yes. you get the cast and crew baby book. So, like, pictures of all these people who worked on the film while they were babies. I just thought that was neat. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see. All uh, that. So I sat there and watched the credits for that. Yeah, I actually did. You know, you didn't have to... Like, I just watched Frozen 2. I had to sit through all those credits just for that stupid little stinger at the end. Yeah. Like, I would rather have something during the credits than at the very end, but if it's going to be at the very end, you better make it good. Yeah. Yeah. So, that wraps up our first Judd Apatow movie of the month. Next week, we are going to be talking about, well, I think it's a Judd Apatow produced movie. Yeah, I think this is going to be the only one actually directed by Apatow. Uh Uh-huh. But... I guess you're saying Big Sick has that Apatow feel? It, it does. Um, because forgetting Sarah Marshall, which would be the end of the month, you can definitely, it's definitely got that Apatow feel, but he's not the director. Uh, so, I believe. Um, I think you missed the it director. The director was um, of uh, The Big Sick was Michael Showalter. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. That's and, the guy uh, that's involved with uh, Wet Hot American Summer. 
Really? That makes sense now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Judd Apatow was a producer. So, but it's still a movie. He, it, it, it I think, it, I think on the uh, on the box it says something like from the creators of Knocked Up, or oh, something okay. like that. Well, from Judd it. Apatow, producer of Bridesmaids and Trainwreck. But um, yeah, next week we are going to be talking about the Kumail Nanjiani kind of biopic because it's based on the true story of how he met his wife, oh, The Big Sick. I did actually go to see this movie in theaters with my ex way back in, but I still enjoy this movie despite the memories that are attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, and I have one more story I should probably tell about this. Back oh. when this movie first came out, I was, I was 21 like you were. Uh-huh. And I remember where I was working, there's always a guy that sold bootleg DVDs back in this time. Uh-huh. And there were these couple of women, they were probably in their early 40s. And they were asking me, because they knew I was a movie person, what I should get, right? Uh-huh. And I just look at the one woman, like, you should get knocked up. And she just looks at me, she's like, what did you just say to me? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I meant the movie, Knocked Up. It just came out in theaters. But, you know, when you tell a woman she should get knocked up. Oh, my Yeah, goodness. you can't help but take it personally, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I could see how that might be a bit of a faux pas. <laughs> <laughs> so, happy Valentine's from all two of us to all of you listeners out there. I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And whether you are in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You guys take care. We'll see you next time.